0: right guys everyone welcome back to the final forward um uh, podcast um so today guys i have martina on the line with me so martina is a coach within the final forward community Um she's been working with us over a year now and she has um yeah she's been obviously like in the trenches in terms of helping clients to reach their goals and she's been just working with me hand in hand as well so it's been it's been great to have someone to support me and, and take me through so What we're going to do today, guys, we're actually going to have a conversation around, okay, it's 18th of December now, right? We're going to have a conversation around picking a strategy that suits you in the new year and making sure that you're picking something that's actually going to stick this time as opposed to maybe going around in cycles that you've done in the past. Um, Over the Christmas period as well, guys, we're going to have some pre-recorded podcasts on this, so we will be releasing them every week over Christmas. So it'll just keep you kind of a little bit in touch with everything so that maybe mentally you'll feel stronger going into the new year as well. So first things first, Martina, um, I'm just going to get you to introduce yourself and, and just maybe give us a small bit of an overview of your role within our community and, and I suppose just your um, I suppose your coaching experience and, and stuff in general.
1: Okay, uh, thanks, Mike, for the lovely introduction. Hi to everybody again. It's great to, to be on with Mike this evening and chatting. So as Mike explained, I've been um, working in the community now with Mike for the last year. And um, basically, I am a teacher and I'm in the process of uh, transitioning full time into uh, coaching and personal training and all that. So I've been working with Mike, helping clients um, with the check ins, giving feedback, setting goals, um, you know, um, with, with Facebook group and, and just providing that encouragement and that sense of community and accomplishment as well within all the clients. And as I said, I'm really, really loving it. It's complemented my studies nicely as well. And um, yeah, I'm delighted to be a part of the community, learning loads from Mike and uh, delighted to give something back as well um, from my own perspective and my own studies and what I'm learning with my own experiences.
0: Yeah, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Um, so... I suppose, and just just back to the whole teacher thing where we were just talking about this earlier, guys, and how the te- being being teachers helped Martina so much in terms of how she helps our clients, just because of the the way you have to coach is very very similar to to being a teacher, in, in terms of helping someone to, I suppose, reach their potential, but kind of I suppose, unearthing the potential that's in them, as opposed to telling them what to do. So I think that's just been a great a great um, balance um, that you've sure, had, yeah. and it's been yeah. great to have that have you in the community for that, Martina. So let's get stuck in, right? um big thing guys we see and i know a lot of you will be kind of maybe switching off a little bit for christmas now which is cool um and i uh, we, we we want all our clients to switch off or christmas and, and just really enjoy it for what it is right but a big thing we see is people kind of thinking about next year already thinking about okay um after christmas maybe not so much thinking about it now but after christmas when you're kind of starting to feel a little bit maybe blah and you want to get back into routine and you're looking at doing something next year they'll be thinking about how you're going to do it and it, it's so confusing for people and i think a lot of people get like overwhelmed and especially just get like almost like lose confidence in the things they've done in the past so it's kind of like they want to start something but then they feel like they're going to fail again and it's just an easy justification to actually start something but then just stop it because you don't think you're going to get there okay and then you go around in these cycles so we'll, we'll kick this off martina right i suppose the big thing i wanted to talk about today is long-term thinking so having a strategy that's actually going to be with you for life right so what would you say like what do you feel is the biggest kind of um what are the biggest mistakes you feel like people make when trying to start something and 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 actually creates like this vicious cycle of going around in a circle and never getting their goals
1: yeah for sure and like i suppose the thing to to note is like that that you and i have been there mike as well like in the past you know when it comes to to setting goals and and hitting different obstacles along the way but i think the main thing that happens people is like you know they they have that drive and that initial motivation to to start and and i suppose the biggest thing i've seen is like people sometimes are, are, a fe- are fearing failure and they're also fearing success as well, which is is kind of ironic in a way, like because you'd be thinking, how can you fear success? But sometimes people don't really know how to deal with that achievement and that that sense of accomplishment. So in a sense, they'd rather stay in the safe sort of zone and in their own comfort zone than actually push themselves out of that bubble and out of that circle and actually go into a new territory for themselves. So that's something I've kind of seen a lot as well over time. Um, Another thing is like not having a plan in place. So it's kind of like heading out to the unknown and not having any sense of direction. So like, you know, if you're going on a a road trip or you're planning to drive somewhere, you know, you'd plan your route, you'll have your sat nav or you'll check the map or whatever. You just kind of don't mindlessly sit in and drive on random roads. So I think that's the second thing. And I think as well, a lot of it is people aren't kind of selfish enough at times when they want to achieve their goal. So I think like from somebody that's had a lot of running goals over time, sometimes you have to sort of, you know, say no to certain things in order to say yes to yourself so that you end up um, not overexerting yourself for other people or other things and then neglecting the goals that you might initially have set out to achieve and ended up sacrificing because something else sort of crossed your path in a sense. They're kind of the main reason not people in a sense achieving the goals that they've initially set out in their mind
0: mm, I love them there was, there, was, there was so much there I wanted to peel back on the the, the point yeah. you made there about um, people actually not wanting to achieve something I, I think that's actually so so great that you mentioned that because it's something that's not talked about a lot and we've seen this a lot obviously people are like it's almost this kind of attention that you're going to get now that you're doing something so maybe you're achieving something you're almost putting yourself up there to be shot down um and a lot of people don't like attention so th- that could be another reason why people start things that they know deep down that they're actually not going to be able to stick at and it's an easy kind of out because like you're you're trying something and you're telling yourself you're trying something but deep down you know you're not actually going to achieve it so it's kind of like you're you're still hiding and like you said it's the it's the unknown of success uh, there, there's a great saying like people would rather stay in certain pain than go into the success of the known so
1: it, yeah, it's, like, sure.
0: it's like it's like at least the, the the devil you know kind of a thing and um, so i think that's a great point to make and it's, it's a great thing to even bring someone's awareness too and then the second oh. thing i wanted to touch on which i thought was brilliant as well martina was like that having a direction and um, to go in and then having actually planned to get there and i think this is obviously the biggest area where people let themselves down it's like like you said they're just throwing themselves into the same thing every single time there's no actual like plan as such it's kind of just kind of winging it or maybe there is a plan but it's like a plan that's never actually going to stick and it's 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 unsustainable and then not actually having a direction of like okay where are you actually going with this are you just going to keep going until you think it's going to be like this euphoria of and there or have you actually got an idea of where it actually looks like how do you paint the picture Why what do you want to do it in the first place and like we obviously do this within the community in general always where we, we, we sit down with clients and help them to understand what it is they actually want to achieve in the year and then look at it as a long-term picture and that that's something that's going to complement their life and their values as opposed to just, just going at it full hog. So I think that's, yeah. that's, that's an amazing, amazing point. Um, Quick fixes. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of jump on quick fixes. because I feel like this is something I really want to highlight tonight or today because going into January, it's always, always, always in most people's minds, like just want to get the results quickly because obviously Christmas has just ended and, you know, the thoughts of kind of um the even going into like spring and summer it's like it's like i want to get this done quickly so what do you feel like the biggest things you've seen within that Martin? like is there any like things that jump out to you in terms of like what where people go wrong when they they start choosing the wrong plans and quick fixes and stuff
1: yeah for sure like you said mike it's it's something we try to embed in the community a lot like to to allow yourself that time and that patience and that reflection to to see, you know, that it, a quick fix isn't like the long term answer. It might be the short term solution, but it's not the long term gain in a sense. You know, and and funnily enough, I was I was walking with a friend last night who's on a weight loss journey and, and he's he's getting frustrated now because he's lost a significant amount of weight. And, you know, he's saying, I just can't get the last bit off. And and I just said to him, like, Can, just think for a second, you know, how long did it take you to, to put the weight on the first time? And he said years. So I said then. It's not that it's going to take you years, but it's going to take a little bit of time for you to remove, you know, what what has gone over a significant period of time. And he said, you know, I've never thought about it in that sense before. So I think people maybe forget about what has happened in the build up, maybe to a situation and then initially see a lot of a lot of quick fixes. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's portrayed on Instagram, on social media, a lot of stuff that isn't actually very, very reflective of what it's like to go through the process in a sense. So like we say ourselves, trust the process, be patient, give it time, and just embed you know, practices that you're going to have for life, as opposed to a short-term fix that could undo and, and unwind all the hard work that you've done for a short period of time that will potentially not lead you to long-term success.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um and like I think this is a great time of year and that's why I want to do the podcast now because I feel if you can actually anyone listening back now if you can think yourself right where will I be this time next year this this time next year at Christmas can I be in a total different headspace around the whole journey can I be in a total different body and um, can I just feel like I've actually like kept the results that I've I've achieved and if you can give yourself a year I think a year is a nice a nice frame because for some people that's scary it's like oh my god a whole year. That's not to say you can't get success along. Like you're, you, you can like you, you start seeing results like quickly, and you start feeling better quickly. But I'm on about like in terms of like long-term change and actually sustainable change. Think of it as a year. The reason I say a year is because it takes the pressure off you, the expectation off you. If you're giving yourself a few weeks or so a few months, it's almost like any week that you haven't seen great progress is it's a failure, and you're like, I haven't, I'm not going to get there on time. And it's like this always is time. Time, time can be good and bad. We put time on something. Um, for reasons obviously to motivate ourselves and actually do the things. But if you're all also putting so much pressure on yourself, you'd actually end up like just going around in cycles because it'll be too much pressure. Whereas if you can take a little bit of pressure off yourself and say, you know what, I'm actually going to fully commit to this. I'm actually going to do the things I need to do properly and I'm going to give myself the time to do it, you're going to learn so much in, along the way, but you're also going to actually only need to do it once. We, we we put such emphasis on we put such such emphasis on being able to maintain these results after. And actually be able to go through periods of 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 turmoil in life and still be able to maintain the results. And that's that's such a huge, huge thing. And I actually put on a quote here, Martina, which I thought was was very relevant. It's like, quick fixes aren't even quick. like they're they're not quick because you don't get there. like so yeah. it, by by definition, if you're using a quick fix every single year, you're still you're still on that quick fix, which isn't quick because you haven't actually got to where you want to get there. So exactly. it might seem like exactly. a quick fix in the short terms, you know, whereas like, a couple of weeks you're seeing quick results. I'll give you a great example. So one of my friends actually told me recently that his brother has started a new diet and he's lost forty pounds in the last in the last month, like or two months or whatever it is. It's crazy amount of weight anyway in a short period of time. I was like I was like, oh, how would I and he was, like, he was like he he's just eating he's basically blending up chicken breasts, rice and, and broccoli and, and drinking. And I was I was like, oh why like and he was like he was like he just doesn't like the taste of it. So he's just doing that. And like He's in this now at the moment and it's kind of, it's, it's quote unquote working because the 40 pounds has gone off really, really quickly. But I think we can all say safely within the next couple of weeks to months, he's going to be back at square one, probably starting something again. And it's going to be the cycle for his whole life until he finally clicks for him that that isn't going to work. That is not going to work unless you actually work on the foundations that are actually have got you in that, in that place and that, 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 that problem in the first place. So like what has actually taken you, you said there, your friend, like you said, it's taken me years to get there. But it's like understanding, okay, but what were the habits that actually got you there? And can we start to look at them as the issue as opposed to the weight as the issue Um, that over consuming is the issue? It's not the habits that got you there in the first place. So understanding that. It's
1: it's a bit like building a house, Mike, in a sense that, you know, you can put down a, you know, a shitty old foundation and just, you know, that's cheap. And that's like, will get you there. And as you build the bricks on it and the walls and the roof and whatever, like, you know, it'll, it'll get you there, but you'll see over time, the cracks will start coming in the wall, you know, the, the roof will start to leak or whatever. And it's, it's again, as we said, like, because we didn't embed those solid foundations that will, that will keep a solid structure there for years that we, if we, we take the shortcuts, we do the quick fixes, we do all of those, the cracks will eventually appear. And, Mm -hmm. and, and it's a good analogy, I think for like the cracks that can appear like with stress, with going back to old habits with, you know, binge eating with, with, you know, different things that can, can develop and evolve over time, just because we sort of didn't, didn't carve out those initial, as you said, like those steps that just solidify everything then for, for the term.
0: So true. That's a great analogy as well, because even from, um, even from like the co- the cost of it, right? So t- thinking of a house, like, you know, you think, oh, it's cheaper, it's cheaper because I, I don't have to get these big foundations in place um and it's going to build so it gets you to where you want to be for that for that moment but as you say once a cracks start to appear, you're gonna have to knock that again and then you're going to have to redo it properly the next time so it's kind of a case of like it's actually going to cost you more time and money to do it wrong for ages and until you finally decide to actually okay i'm actually going to really commit to investing in the right process to, to actually get you there. so it's, i think it's a fantastic fantastic analogy um so all right let, let's let's dig into some of the actual specifics of like where what, what people are actually doing wrong so I want to help people understand at the moment okay like what are all the wrong things they're doing so if I was to ask you Martin, like what are, what are the what are the biggest things you see or what are the most common things you see in terms of people especially now in the new year starting something like what, what are the things that don't generally work very well
1: yeah I guess The big one that I've seen as well is kind of like the first of January syndrome. You know, I'm starting now on the first of January. And I've always kind of questioned and said, like, you know, why couldn't you start maybe the 30th of December or the second of January, the third? So it sounds it sounds great, like the first day and I'm off. But kind of like from experience, I've noticed that a lot of people, the first is not the, the ideal day, because I suppose in a sense, like, You've come off the high of Christmas. It's maybe overindulged a little bit. So I guess, realistically speaking, if you give yourself a couple of days to sort of embed some some simple practices and then a couple of days later, okay, I'm going to, you know, get get really stuck into it now. And it's just allowed you that time frame because it's kind of like cold turkey on the first of January, it's like people wake up and it's like, that's it. Uh, You know, I'm cutting back. I'm giving up cigarettes. I'm giving up alcohol. And that leads me to the second point too too much taken on too fast so like there's a whole lot of goals set and and it's it's unrealistic I'm going to give up cigarettes I'm going to give up alcohol I'm cutting out this I'm going running 5k every day and and the reality is it's not going to happen which then kind of spins on to the fact of of I suppose in a sense not able to achieve the goals so the doubt kicks in and then it's like I'm a failure I didn't get out for three runs this week you know, I, I I'm back on the cigarettes, the stress and the whole cycle, because too much has been sort of taken on too fast in an unrealistic manner, you know, mm. and I guess from experience, that's what I've seen, like that that it's all guns blazing uh, the first week or two. Like, you know, there's gym memberships are reduced. There's all these offers and everything and people are signing up. And And realistically speaking, by the end of January, it's all it's all gone, you know, belly up in a sense, like. Um, and and that's not to say that like it can continue. It's just the wrong practices again have been implemented at the start of the time that haven't allowed the continuity to 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 happen. You know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I it's it's a funny one actually because I've actually heard a lot of this recently of like people not doing January now because of the stigma around it, and it's kind of a case yeah. of waiting till maybe even February now to like start the gym and stuff. And I, and I think it's important too that we distinguish, I suppose, like. When you're talking about maybe like not starting the first January, it's like we, we want to like, it's it's hard sometimes to separate, we'll say a diet from an actual like health and fitness journey. OK, because a diet, a diet and going into calorie deficit is one element of it for you to lose weight. Yeah. But like what I would actually like implore people to do right now is start now. When I say start now, I don't mean start to diet now. You're not going to be dieting over Christmas. But yeah. start looking after yourself now. Start building foundations. Can you get out in the fresh air? Can you get out for walks? Can you can you start to eat just a little bit better food at a yeah. true true like you know periods of, of Christmas where you mightn't be you know out eating out or you know Christmas day and stuff. Can you start to implement some habits now? It's not going to make you lose loads of weight, but it is the foundation that's actually going to help you to then take the the pace up a little bit whenever you decide decide to do that. So I think I think that's great as well. Like and and you're hundred percent on the money, Martina. The biggest thing we see bar none from people that come into our community, is that the things they've tried in the past, as you say, has has been it's just been too much. It's like, I'm going full hog. It's been very restrictive. It's been just over the top. And as you say, once things start to slip, our life gets on top, which it will 100% inevitably happen, then they can't be perfect with it. And then they stop because there's too much going on. It's overwhelming. So the biggest thing for, we we would advise any of our clients is like, can we find that sweet spot between you getting the results you want but doing it in a way that actually complements your life and being able to be okay at times with not being, not being perfect. But, and I suppose the, the the crucial point to make here and where people don't actually understand or what they don't understand is like, it doesn't take heaven and earth to actually start losing body fat just to get to the shape where you feel better. Like people always think about extremes. As like, if I want to get to like a bodybuilding or a photo shoot level of leanness, I'm going to have to do X, Y, Z, which is true, but most people don't want that level of leanness. Most people just want to fit in their clothes. They just want to lose a few pounds. They want to feel better. That does not take heaven and earth. That just takes stabilizing a little bit when things get busy. It means just adding in some habits, as we talked about there, and just more than anything, looking after yourself, the the, the, the core foundations. So with that being said, what do you feel like should be the core foundations of anyone? Before, before we even talk about the diets, I think, before we are like, okay, now we're into the diets, what do you think should be the core foundations for people before they even start looking at that?
1: I think, like we've always said in the community as well, and I'm I'm a firm believer of it. And it's something I teach in business. is about when you decide on a goal, like having a smart goal. And I know that's the the, the you know the specific measure, but it comes back to having that plan in place. Like what what's your goal? What do you want to set out to achieve? So I think having that in your head and being very very clear will help you then to develop where you actually want to go with that. So I think that's very very important. And like I've mentioned as well before, we've talked about how can you take an action then to implement that goal? So like, for example, uh, you probably saw my post today, like I, I'm doing a race in March. I have bought new runners today. So that's my action. And I've hired a coach. So I've hired a coach and we're, we're starting um, in the first week of January. We've it all set up and our plan is in place. So I think being very specific about the goal you want to achieve, not overburdening yourself, mm-hmm. um, keeping it simple, as you said, having, you know, the simple foundations there, taking your action, um, being reflective is very important. So I think like, you know, I said to my coach, like, we'll just do the plan week by week. You know, don't throw 12 weeks of a training plan at me because I'll probably throw it back at you, <laughs> you know, and be like, you can keep it because I think it's so important, Mike, like that that's why we do the check-ins each week with the clients as well, because anything could happen in a week. You could be sick, you could be injured, there could be a family situation. So taking on 12 weeks is a big chunk or a big a big time frame. So if you break it down into smaller segments then and you put the pieces together week by week, then collectively you can get to where you want to be. And, and I think the crucial thing then in the whole part of this is knowing how to prepare for obstacles if they arise. That's the biggest, biggest thing. So like, OK, what if I got injured or I got sick? OK, I know he's a physiotherapist as well. He can sort me out if I get sick. OK, I, you know, I, I, I go to the clinic if you know I, that I have a plan in the back of my head to deal with potential obstacles that could happen so that I don't end up saying off oh, it and try to throw my goal to one side. And I think that's really important for people to be aware of the success of achieving the goal stage by stage but also to have a plan in place and be reflective as in okay what would happen if x y and z crosses my path during that time and knowing how to deal with it and and just having the plan and the strategy in place so that they can cross that bridge and continue over the other side and i think that's really important as well
0: 100 mm, and that that's what actually stops most people from getting their goals it's not the yeah times are motivated, it's the times when things go wrong and then yeah. the towel is thrown in because stress becomes too much and when stress comes on as well, we tend to lose the foundations of what we're actually doing and we, we, we tend to not even care as much because everything else is kind of taken over in that moment and it's so only when we come out of it, we're realizing that, oh my God, I just sabotaged everything I was working towards because in that moment, I didn't feel like I, I wanted it or my emotional brain took over and I just felt like I was in fight or flight. So being able to actually think more with your logical brain and this is why I think it's so important to have the foundations. And, and like even the foundation specifically, I was asking about their routine as well. On top of having the plan, it's like, what are what are the things that like people can actually do daily that aren't? It's not even specifically to do with dieting, right? It's just it's just about looking after yourself. So for example, like you know, we always talk about sleep. Okay, can we sleep? Can we get our sleep quality up to a really high standard? Because that's going to affect so much in terms of your energy, your mood, your cravings, everything. And um, can you look at okay? increasing your food quality to the point where forget about dieting at the moment, just like oh, you want some energy, you want the health and you want to just maybe add some some simple fruit and veg into your diet and things like that. Can you um take time away for yourself each week where you're not constantly under stress? Can you have better time management? Can you actually start to plan your weeks a little bit better so you're not you're not going like from dinner to post and without without actually having um an intention. You're you're not being dragged every which way. Can you um limit your time on things that are actually not serving you, such as social media? And can you actually limit your time with people that aren't serve, serving you? So these are the core foundations because these are the things that if you can keep these in place and getting on the fresh air and just having exercises for the sake of, of actually feeling good, if you can have these in place, then you deal with stresses better. You 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 have the foundations you need in order to, to stay on top of things. And I think that is so, so crucial. Just quickly, I wanted to read out Beth's, Beth's comment there. So thanks, Beth, for sending that in Uh, it's here. Um, and this is a great little point. Uh, so lots of people ask me why you start before Christmas. Seems obvious to get into a good habits before Christmas, instead of having an extra half a stone or a stone to lose in January. And that is such a great point to make. But It's like having this mindset of starting Christmas generally means that when I'm starting, when I'm starting in January, it's a case of, oh well, I'm starting in January. So I'm going to be restrictive in January. So therefore, this needs to be a good month. I can really enjoy Christmas now because I'm starting in January. And I've had many people come to me and say that before, where we've actually had to work on that mindset because that's just a mindset. So like having the habits in place before Christmas isn't about weight loss. It's about you challenging old beliefs that you've had around weight loss, where it was a sabotage in Christmas because you were starting in January, you were worried about in January and you're going to be restrictive in January. So you're going to enjoy all the things that you're taking away from yourself in January now um, to an extreme level. Or how about we can actually look at this as you're not giving up loads of things in January. You're actually just tightening up things and actually and actually just getting a little bit more specific, whereas Christmas is about you actually still keeping the habits in place. But thank you so much for sending that through. Um, right, just before we close this out, right, I, I I wanted to mention something just to get people reflecting a little bit, right? I want anyone listening back to this podcast, right, if you're now in a position where you want to try something new, you want to do some things a little bit differently, I want you to actually take a step back, and logically reflect on all the things you've tried in the past, and, and really try to understand why it hasn't worked yet. So, for example, if you started plans that it became like so restrictive, you, you cut out all the foods you wanted, then maybe you need to look at saying, right, that didn't work because it got too restrictive. I actually started to crave things too much. And then because of that, I just gave up. It was too hard. You Maybe you might say, OK, in the past, you you tried to do, like you said, Martina, two things too quickly um, and you were overwhelmed and it didn't work because you know that if you have kids or if you have something going on your work, right, like. If things get too busy, you will lose all sense of touch with, with habits and then it'll just fall apart. So really get crystal clear on the things you've tried in the past and why they haven't worked. And I would implore you then to kind of try to almost do the opposite. Do the opposite to what you were doing before. So if you're very, very extreme, think about going a little bit more like flexible with things and a little bit more like long term with, with things. Okay. If you're someone that tries to get results really, really fast, maybe come into a longer term thing um, and see how, how that goes. If you're someone that gives, gives up all the food you like, maybe try to actually add in the food chip and, and see can you can you invent that into the plan. Um so yeah so that, that's that's kind of my final thoughts on that. What do you just, just to finish up Martina have you any thoughts on that specifically like so in terms of things people have tried in the past and the reasons they have, they've actually failed and maybe trying to do things a little bit different than, than they have.
1: Yeah I think you know the best piece of advice I give is like take it step by step. You know, don't go like full throttle, guns blazing and try to like achieve everything. Like I've I come across people every day in my work with with everything, with fitness even, and it's like I'm gonna do dum 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 XYZ and and then one of them doesn't get achieved because as I said, there's too many kind of plates spinning. So I think take it step by step, like you said, Mike, just incorporate, you know, practices into your routine. Um, that will become regular, and that 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 you won't even see them as as anything additional. You'll see them as an enhancement into your life, you know. And I think like set yourself some really good goals for twenty twenty four. Like, you know, like don't be afraid to start to challenge yourself in a thing because, like, you know, I was thinking about it earlier, and like I had this conversation with the physio Saturday, and I said to him. I'm going to run the 10K in March. And he said, do you want to get around it or do you want to do a time? And I said, God, I want to be under 50 minutes. And he kind of looked at me laughing, not laughing. He was like, we'll see how you go. And I'm like, come on now, let's get into the the positive mindset, you know? And he's like, Okay fair enough we'll do the sub 50 and I'm like we will because I've done it before I've done it hundreds of times admittedly you know I'm coming back after injury but I'm like it's achievable it's doable and I need to be pushed a little bit out of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. you know it's good for me so I think 2024 you know you don't have to flood your calendar just pick some something new maybe something you've always wanted to do something you've always wanted to fulfill like you with the triathlon mike and the swimming you know like all of these things make us stronger people. And you know, sometimes we push ourselves out of that little circle a bit, but I guarantee you, when you step to the side afterwards, like you're so strong and so empowered, you you'll wonder why you didn't go out there sooner, you know. So don't be afraid. Like try it. Try it and see how you go.
0: For sure. I mean, that's such that's such an amazing point, Martin. I I like if if people can change their their mindset around this whole journey and and actually look at it. Look at this, like you're doing that running and exercise now. It's it's for that the feeling of actually like progression and enjoyment. It's not just to lose body fat. It's not just to, you know, like feel better in your clothes. Yeah. It, there's so much more going on with it. And I, and I, and I feel like if, if people can actually look at that, it, like this year, right, you're on a journey of maybe it's a fat loss journey and that, that's your main priority, right? But if you can actually think about all the amazing habits that brings for you, that will actually help you in all the other things that you can achieve as well. So your life will be so much better because you have discipline in this area. As opposed to you thinking you're going to be restricted, your life's going to be terrible. It's going to be like, okay, well, if I'm disciplined in this, then maybe it's going to help my relationship because I'm going to be a better form. Maybe I can actually get a promotion work because I'm going to be very productive. I'm going to feel better myself, more confident, I like put myself forward and actually feed into that. Because that way, then you're not just trying to get in and out of the diet. You're actually looking at this as, I'm actually looking after myself better. I'm seeing results, which is giving me confidence. And now, because of that, my life is looking better and I've got more drive to do other things as well um so yeah great 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 final point. i think to finish on there okay guys so we're going to wrap it up at 30 minutes on the button which is nice and um, nice and nice and digestible like i said we're going to release another podcast at uh, this time next week and um, which will be christmas eve maybe and one the week after as well so you can just listen in if you want for walks and stuff like that if you want to follow us our content which is going to be based around a lot of the stuff we're already talking about um i think it's martina hearn on instagram martina yeah
1: uh, Martina Erica hern actually.
0: <laughs> okay, so don't 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 miss that don't miss Erica. Don't worry, we we'll, we
1: we'll, yeah we can tag it. Mike away. yeah we can tag yeah, it. Yeah. So um, perfect. I'll, sure, I'll tag yeah.
0: I'll tag it on and I am Coach Mike Finnegan on Instagram as well. Yeah. So if you want to follow our stuff in there, that's where the best place to find us in is. So guys, um, have a fantastic week in the build up to Christmas. Hope everyone is um, not too stressed and everyone is uh, yeah looking forward to it. Other than that, um, we will talk to you all soon.